0: WrestleManiax and welcome to the WrestleMania podcast. I'm your host John Stardust and thank you very much for joining me yet again as we introduce our new show, Superstars of Wrestling. Now, if you've checked out any episodes of the podcast before, you may remember some shows called You Call It, where I watch, comment, and react to matches, mostly picked at random, but some suggested by you guys out there. Well, this show is an evolution of that in a sense, in that I acknowledge that there are so many matches out there that I would never get to cover, so why not just look at the best matches and cover them? Which is why we're here. So, taking 1985 as our starting point, why? Because that's when the first Wrestlemania was held, ergo, that's when the podcast timeline began. What we're going to do is we will check out the best match, or matches if there are multiple, from that year. And if... There are multiple matches and maybe split into various parts, but in general it'll be mostly one show per year. So in terms of what the best match or matches are, essentially what I've done is I have taken the Bel ratings because that's kinda of universally known as a good method for the real old match rating, obviously. Taking that line and started looking through the list and actually saw a shitload of really good matches that, um, some of which I've actually already covered, and some of which I really wanted to cover so, what we're doing is taking like I said, the best matches for each year and we'll be working through them in parallel with the Wrestlemania episodes, so the way the podcast now is formatted is, Wrestlemania is our big blow show and in between Wrestlemania episodes you will get to hear Superstars of Wrestlemania where I'm looking at the best rated matches of the year. Now, um, when I say best rated matches, the other thing I want to point out is the lowest rated match that we've actually taken in the full timeline will be rated 3.5 stars. That's because that was the highest rated match of that year. But in general, I like to, rather than going, over, there's some good matches there. Not I'm purely trying to take that's the best match. If there are multiple matches with the same rating, then we've taken all of them which, when we get to 2016, there'll be a shitload of episodes for that year, which kind of, in a sense, summarises that 2016 was a very good year for the WWE. But, yeah, that's that's enough about that. So, our inaugural episodes. Um, actually, first, before I get into that, I want to just briefly thank Stevie C of Chairshot.com. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Calloweezy2220. Um, Thank you very much Stevie C, you are the man who gave us the name of this show. I put it out on Twitter looking for some help to brainstorm a new name and Stevie gave me some very good suggestions with Superstars of Wrestling is very befitting of this show title because it fits in obviously with Wrestlemania. So thank you very much Stevie C, Um, this episode goes out to you. Thanks for your help, Um, hope you enjoy it and folks check out um, chairsocks.com so yeah, this episode we'll see us go back to the beginning of our podcast, late from 1985, for the WrestleVision Wrestling Classic, which is held in the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago, which we go to for WrestleMania 2, 13, and 22. So the Wrestling Classic, just a little brief kind of backstory to it. Essentially, it's a 16-man tournament. that has been set up. This was the second pay per view. Um, and it followed WrestleMania, and later on in nineteen eighty-five. So it's the second actual pay-per-view in the Timely Podcast, and yeah, essentially it's just a tournament itself. There doesn't really seem to be any backstory around. Uh, alongside it, we Hulk Hogan for Randy, Roddy Piper for the title. That it continued nearfield, and also there was a competition um to give away a Rolls Royce, which was announced at it. So yeah, that's that's all I can really give me in the backstory as to where we're looking at here. Um, in terms of what match we're looking at, well, actually there's two, and both of them are four star matches. And before I even watched them, because I, I'll be honest here, I've never I've not seen either of these matches yet, which is good. This is will be good. There's a lot of matches that we will cover that I have seen, but there's equally quite a few that haven't. And these matches are ones that I haven't seen. They both involve one man. Uh, not often other than the macho man Randy Savage who uh in he has quarterfinal match will take on Rick Dragon Steamboats, which is the first match we'll see, and then in the semi-final takes on the Dynamite Kid. Now, obviously that gives you a spoiler that he obviously progresses. You know, but that's not the point. The point is these two matches were rated the two best WWE matches of 1985. They were both rated four stars to Meltzer, which is why we're looking them here. So Without further ado, I'm just like explain how this works. As I said, it's an evolution of you call it. You call it, essentially what I'm doing is I'm wearing the headpiece, you know, I've got one earphone in, uh, just so I can hear the audio in case I want to comment and I can hear. But generally what I'm doing is I'm watching and commenting on what I see and giving my thoughts, feelings, etc. Uh, as I'm watching it, and that's like, not just on the match, that's on the performers as well. Uh, now, I'm no good old gr. i I'll call it as I see it, so, yeah, let's give it a go, folks. So, we're here in the Rosemont Horizon, with, Fink think, in-ring, announcing that there's a 15-minute time limit on this one. Already in the ring is Rookie the Dragon Steamboat, who is in a black karate outfit. He's previously defeated Davey Boy Smith, ill on the match, Ricky Steamboat gets a... All right, the action from the crowd as Pomp Circumstance plays. <laughs> yep, he's been accompanied down the aisle by Miss Elizabeth. He defeated Ivan Putsky in the first rounds, that Fink tells us. Randy Macho Man Savage, who comes out in a vest with kind of sequins on it and a kind of sequiny headband, and very very big A8-tier sunglasses. You um, can see him being led down by security. One of which has got like pretty much his chest hanging out with his crucifix there. Um, yeah, Miss Elizabeth. Like uh, I've you listened to other episodes of the podcast? Here, like Miss Elizabeth, such a darling. She's here in a stunning red of dress, um, black um, gloves up to her elbow. She's looking very very formal here. She actually. I suppose I'm going back to 1985. At the time of recording this podcast, um, I'm, I've just done WrestleMania 4, so Miss Elizabeth, to be honest, is kind of. She's, 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 ah, I'll say it, she, she's more beautiful looking at WrestleMania 4. As a Steamboat kind of threatens, kind of away at Macho Man, who cowers behind Miss Elizabeth. Macho Man obviously is a heel here, folks. Um, He's not long came into WWE as he gets. Straight and it's steamboat, hammering in the back, off the ropes. Steamboat slides under, nice chops. I actually see it this just realised this point. Macho Man isn't actually in the vest, it's kinda well its vest, but it's like caped at the back. Uh steamboat clears Macho Man out of the ring and kinda just goes yeah! to a nice reaction from the crowd. So Macho Man's outside here. Oh, he pulls Steamboat out to the ring. Uh Usually in my SMU episodes I kind of comment in the arena and that, so like, this is actually a totally different WWE setup I'm seeing here, like, it's so red, white and blue ropes, but it's not like the WWF logos in the corners, it's, the was actually red, white and blue, it's just quite different, um, and there is no, there's no ring mats at ringside here, oh god, it just reminds me of WrestleMania two, which, uh, believe it or not. I'm just going to spoil it. It's the next episode of Superstars are wrestling as Steamboat leaps over the top rope to the outside. Too much, man. Not like to attack him. He just lands on his feet as we get some nice fed shots. But yeah, next episode of Superstars are wrestling, I'm going to actually look at... Uh, we're going to go back to the rosemont Horizon, believe it or not, as a... Whoa, a stalling atomic drop from Steamboat. Gets a good reaction from the crowd in the way to get the crowd going. Yeah, the next match is basically um gonna be Dream Team versus the British Bulldogs, and just seeing this concrete floor reminds me of Dynamite Kid hitting the concrete floor and pretty much killing himself. So yeah, oh Steamboat loves his chops, doesn't he? He's in full control with this match here. Crowd are quite are actually. Do you know what this uh going back to my WrestleMania 2 episode? I remember commenting that I was really disappointed with the Chicago crowd because they just didn't seem really up for it. But tonight, you know, it's like they're very loud actually, uh, and they're right up for this. As Macho Man goes up top, but Steamboat fished well, fished fist to the gut, taking them out, and then a knee lift. The fist dropped to Macho Man here. Face is very quick on this one, folks. Uh, he's just unloading fist drops as Matchman, each, after each impact, kind of rolls towards the outside. He's on the apron. Suplex from the outside of the apron. Oh, boom. And, like, the sound of the canvas, like... <sighs> it's very... Not springy, but metal Is that what I'm looking for? Uh, Steamboat goes up top. Matchman goes up. Crossbody one, two, referee like as he slides in basically baseball slides the cameraman man but it's a two count for steamboat as Macho Man kicks out. Knife is chop sets Macho Man down. No chop is Ventura who's in the commentary booth with Monsoon is admonishing the referee for not stepping in and doing something about it. Uh, the referee here to, for this match is Dave Hebner. Macho Man goes into his crotch and pulls something out of his ball sack. Oh! He has Nux, which he nails Steamboat in the face with. One, two, three, it's over! Ah, so Macho Man uses a foreign object, which was conveniently held in his foreign object area to pick up the victory and advance in this tournament. So yeah, this match was rated 4 stars. It's a very quick Match, um. <laughs> actually, one's getting pelted with. It's a bee bit of garbage there. Uh, yes, yeah, so it was really four stars. Um. I'm not. I'm not. I'm wanting to avoid, like, going, do I agree with that or not. Like, it was actually. It was a very quick paced match. Uh, it was actually pretty good. And. I think. Knowing. The match that's to come between these two. It's. Um. It's actually a kind of well not a teaser but it's a, it's almost like a good prelude to what will be one of the greatest ma- matches in WrestleMania history. So yeah, that's uh, well as I said, there's two matches here tonight. So it was rated four star. Um, as <laughs> we see replays of the finish there, as uh, Macho Man like grimacing there as he's forcing the Knucks back into his crotch area. So yeah, uh, yeah, that was our first match, folks. And we will now jump further on to later on the pay-per-view for Macho Man's second match that he gained four stars for tonight uh, against the Dynamite Kid. So, kicking off here, it's a semi-final match. Dynamite Kid is already in the ring. So, we have a 15-minute time limit on it again here. Said Dynamite Kid... Is here. Volkov and Adrian Adonis is who he's defeated here. So Dynamite Kid who gets a really good reaction from the crowd. And Pop and Circumstance plays, wide-angle shot up the rafters of the arena. And yeah, once again, Macho Man coming out with Miss Elizabeth. Now let's see if he's changed his outfit, because I remember from, well, well from WrestleMania before, as he was playing multiple times, he changed his outfit. Yeah, Macho Man does it And he is wearing a cape Which is reminiscent of the French flag So red, white and blue uh, He's not got his big aviators on this time Miss Elizabeth hasn't changed at all uh, So yep yeah, There's stars on his cape So it's a, is it's, maybe it's supposed to be patriotic But he's a heel I mean Macho Man is getting You know Listen to the crowd here. He is getting some kind of like positive reaction from the crowd. He flips over the top into the ring. The lighting, actually, I've just noticed that the lighting um, above the ring just seems to be like a kind of big lampshade, which is very peculiar. It's not like lighting truss above the ring. So, yeah, Dave Hayburner is checking dynamic kid for foreign objects mate put your hand on his pants well try not to grab anything you shouldn't grab but just double check there isn't any foreign objects down there as macho man poses to the crowd oh, nice. Nah, he's not Elizabeth gives a kiss and Dave Hebner's checking just kind of like lightly touching you know the crotch the crotch Dave check the crotch be ashamed of your sexuality or anything like that. So yeah, Matchman man looks to go off the ropes to try and start quick, but Dynamite kid just steps into the middle of the ring, Matchman can man cannot he hesitates. Lock up, put my moment. probably just trying to rip at the hair and like and like stamping the ring, it's like that's that's poor representation of what the actual noise is. If you watch this. Alongside, him if you want you know. But if you watch this yourself, you you hear what I mean. So yeah, it just kind of locks up. Matchman keeps like trying to rip at the hair; they're thrown off. You yeah. know, Matchman grogs to out at ringside. Grog, you know, spit obviously. Now lock up. First tie up. As Dynamite Kid who is so fucking fast on his feet, like is able to actual like roll about and slip out. As Matchman goes outside to regroup here, crowds give him heat. He actually climbs up on the railings to just looking into the crowd. And he's like, kind of like, come on, tell like a guy in the crowd. Ventura is trying to claim he's keeping his cool here uh, and that he should prevail over that. Referee counting him out very slowly. Only gets up to three, Certainly out there for longer than ten, I'll tell you that. Yeah, Denmark has just done off him, macho man, totally plain sheepish heel here. Tactically very good in terms of like a kind of heel performance. As both men are just kind of rolling about and kind of lock up. The macho man's still trying to pull at the hair, referees try to break them up, but they're literally just, they're like leaned against the ropes and they're just, they're rolling, they're, they're in. They're in. Yeah. The referee's trying to break it up, but no, it's not happening. The referee managed to get in between the two of them, splits them up, but a right hand from Macho Man sends Dynamite on his back, stomps away at him, and bashes his head into the corner. Based on the hard calm, it's the corner that he nearly kills himself off of. Dynamite tries a super tense, but Macho Man st- counters it. Some of a big elbow smashed head. But Dynamite comes back with a couple of straight hands of his own about to react mildly to it, off the ropes, kind of off ropes, steps over Macho Man, oh shoulder block by Dynamic kids, and on the slap like, it's well not stiff but like good, good you know sounds like on it, kid sends Macho Man off the ropes, goes for a body drop, gets him, oh, launches him up quite high, on his back, Crowd reacting really well to Dynamite Kids moves here. Crossbody for count, but Macho Man gets the ropes and kind of rolls over, and he's kind of like onto the apron. Dynamite Kids send Macho Man off the ropes, but it's reversed. And sunset flip. Macho Man's like flailing his arms a bit, and oh, sits down on him. So Dynamic Kids down his knees. Decent pace match here he goes off the ropes. What? Okay, right. Uh, so Matchman dies down like from to step over and go off ropes, but Dynamic Kid tried a high cross body, just misses. Macho sends. Dynamic Kid off the ropes, misses with a clothesline. Oh it's a kinda like a sling blade, kinda. By Dynamic Kid knocks both men down onto their backs. referee counting both men down here and well they're up to seven they're both eight he's really slow the count macho man eventually gets back up on his legs and is kind of like climbing out of the ring as miss elizabeth's like biting her fingernails she's anxious concerned as macho man is struggling well not struggling but he's slowly getting up to top rope nice drop kick Crotches Macho Man in the corner. Really nice. He really got high on that one. As he goes up to the corner. He's looking for a superplex. The crowd are like alive for this one. And he nails it. Oh, And, oh, wait. Hooks. Wait a minute. One, two, three. Oh, Macho Man steals the win. Whoa. Oh. So well, Dynamite Kid thinks he's won actually. Um, yes. Yeah, so what happened there? Whoa, is Suplex attempt he kind of rolls back? I don't know if he was trying to bridge, but Macho Man kind of brought his legs up and kind of hooked him. Almost small package leg. Could maybe dispute the both shoulders may have been down for both men, but yeah. Thanks announcing that here. Macho Man wins. Uh, yeah. I just I'm actually quite anxious to see the E. B. playing this one just to see if. Both shoulders were down. But Macho Man rolls to the outside. He's um, he's quite done in here. Uh, on the outside. As his music plays. Signalling his victory. As he progresses to the final. Uh, just while well awaiting this replay. He progresses to face Junkyard Dog in the final. And loses via count out. At around the 9 minute mark. Giving Junkyard Dog the tournament win. But yeah. um, This was a 4 star match again folks. Uh, again. That was actually quite enjoyable for... I mean, the match only lasted about like four minutes, but it was actually really enjoyable to watch. Uh, Dimit kid is technically brilliant, to be honest. Uh, Fortunate he didn't pick up the victory because he did very well to execute the suplex there. But unfortunately, as well, we're finally getting the replay now of it. So, yeah, let's call it. So, slow motion, really good superplex. He goes down, he... They actually bounce proper pounds off the canvas. But Macho Man hooks his legs up. Yeah, Macho Man's got his shoulder up. Yep. Definitely. And he kind of hooked at his tights there as the Macho Man picks up the win. So yeah, that was it, folks. Um, yeah. So, like I said, the purpose of all superstars of wrestling is for me to look back and watch the best matches, best rated matches, sorry, in WWE history. And... Based on what I watched at WrestleMania 1, these two matches were far more enjoyable than anything I saw on WrestleMania 1. Now, PWI actually said the main event of WrestleMania 1 was the match of the year, which I suppose in terms of the event, you know, the kind of pageantry, fair enough, right? But in terms of what I saw on that compared to this you know these two matches were by far better than anything at Wrestlemania 1 they, they were really enjoyable and for Randy Savage to get two four star matches in one night that's just fucking awesome uh, and it's, the reason why it's awesome is because at Wrestlemania 4 he obviously fights four times in the one night and the whole thing is just a dud so having already seen Wrestlemania 4 and you know covered it and released it it, it was actually really good to go back and see Macho Man pull off there may have been quick performances but there were two really good matches like for like I think it was the first match was 5 minutes and this one was 4 minutes Um, it was just quick enjoyable straight to the point it got Macho Man over as you know stealing 2 wins essentially to go in you know to the final as the heel so yeah that was the best matches of 1985 and just a wrap up our inaugural edition of Superstars of Wrestling. Um, so the next episode as I mentioned earlier in this episode uh, Mostly going to be going through a year a year. So the 1986 edition actually comes from WrestleMania 2. So Dave Meltzer actually rates a match from Wrestlemania 2 and it's the Chicago main event which involved one of the guys we just saw there Dynamite Kids, who teams with Dave Boy Smith to take on the dream team of Brutus Barber Beefcake and Greg the Hammer Valentine so be sure to tune in next time for Superstars of Wrestling as we check out the best match of 1986 but in the meantime you can always check out all previous episodes of the podcast on SoundCloud itunes, podcast.com, tune in, radio, and probably some more places I've not even became aware of yet. Please like, share, subscribe, leave a rating to help people discover the wonders of the WrestleMania universe and also for you to get notifications on when new episodes come out. You can also get in touch with us by hitting me up on Twitter at WrestleManiapod. You can email me at WrestleManiapodcast at gmail.com or find me on facebook.com slash WrestleManiapod but please note, Twitter's where the podcast is most active. Well, we're trying to expand uh, the podcast and give you guys more ways to hear the content and put out more content, better content. So please get in touch with your comments, feedbacks, etc. Or if you want to get involved with podcasts, get in touch and you. You can even appear alongside me as I would very much like to get people on and do this podcast with all people, especially Superstars of Wrestling. So that's all for me, folks. Thank you so much for listening to me. I hope you all enjoyed this first edition of Superstars of Wrestling. I'm your host, John and remember, I'm not a bad guy, I'm not a good guy, I'm just a podcast guy. Take care and see you soon.